Welcome to the But First Coffee Wake Up Call. This is episode 59. We are a good handful of episodes into our daily wake up call series. I hope you're enjoying it. I'm your host, Kelly Greeno. Good morning. So today we're going to talk about expanding outside of your comfort zone, stepping into the unknown, traversing into the outer realms of space. We are going to start investigating what happens every time you push past a current limit or current um, reality, so to speak, or your edge of what you've currently experienced and you're stepping into something that you have never experienced before. So uh, Gay Hendricks has a book called The Upper Limit, super awesome. He definitely talks about this concept um, of when you you start to excel or experience something um, really great, really awesome, eventually at some point you will hit a limit. You will hit when a point when your beliefs and your subconscious say, that's all that you can experience, or that's enough, or you you can't go further. Um, This is the limit. You have to go back. It's sort of like a warning system. Um, And when you start to really push the edges, you you trigger your own alarm. You trip your own alarm system that starts to go off that says, oh my gosh, you're going too far. And then it's, uh, you should probably turn back. Uh, nope, this is this is dangerous. You should you shouldn't you shouldn't be here. Turn around, and alarm bells start start to go off in your subconscious. The alarm bells and the limit exists based upon they go off because of what your subconscious believes about what it means to be in the unknown, or to do something new, or to experience that much of something else, something that good. I'll give you a personal example in just a minute to help bring this all together, but. Everybody has it. So there's, I've used the analogy of it's like having a rubber band tied around you and it can only stretch so far before it's going to snap back. Um, Some people use it like a thermostat that will continue to adjust and continue to keep its temperature within a certain range. Uh, There's strings or anchors or weights tied to you, keeping you anchored to a certain point and, you know, kind of like a leash, not allowing you to go much further uh, before you have to, to come back or you plateau and stay there. So what's interesting is that you'd start to trip your own alarm and it's always something small. Like the universe doesn't start at giant catastrophe uh, to get your attention or to start to start pushing you back to your path of least resistance, your path of, of um, amazingness, so to speak. But it will present things to you sort of on an increasing basis to to get your attention and make you notice things, make you look at things. So your subconscious programming presents these things to you as a way to tell you to turn around. The universe is presenting these things to you as a way to tell you time to heal this, time to shift this because this is a lie. This is not truth. Cool. So you have the opportunity to start experiencing these alarm bells going off and choosing to believe the subconscious programming or to believe universal truth. So this is the difference between continuing to grow and expand and let things get better and better versus snapping back, right? Your rubber band will snap back, the thermostat drops back down or heats back up. It keeps you in that range and in that comfort zone. 
we all see the memes and, and notes and stuff on social media and you know Pinterest and all that that are like, you know, everything you desire is outside your comfort zone. And like that sounds super great and we get it. But then we go do something and I think the memes sort of perpetuate this that we'll, we'll take a, a bold action, we'll be a little bold and excited and like the motivated energy is there and we like jump for something and then our comfort zone snaps. Like nobody's talking about how to, or at least I haven't seen, like how to really shift that, how to not even worry about your comfort zone, how to continue to just let it expand and and never feel like you have to jump or you're going to die or like you have to do something that is so uncomfortable to get the results. Like doing the thing is never the thing that actually gets you what you want. It's who you are at your core. It's, it's what your program is running that allows you to determine what you're going to experience and how much you can really have and do and be. So let me give you my example. Um, just today even, I, I've had a couple of really, really great days. I have a speaking engagement coming up. I am traveling to warmer temperatures, which is always going to make me super happy. Um, I've been launching a new project that's super exciting and fun for me. And I've, I've been on a high. Like it's been very apparent. Like the ideas are flowing through me. I feel really good. I'm happy. I'm goofy. I'm much more lighthearted. My workouts are fantastic. I'm eating better. I'm hydrated. I'm sleeping well. Like all the things have been at an all time high. Um, even this morning things are going really great. It's been an exciting morning. I took care of some BS from that's like back office stuff and like really taking care of myself and being supported and making sure things get done and like it still on a high this morning. And then I started to plummet backwards. And like I got, I was, I was playing Mario Kart tennis even, you know, like I was like, oh, I'm going to take some time and just play this game. And it was like, super irritating to me like I get irritated when I'm not good at something right away or when I can't beat something and I can't win like I like to win I'm competitive I get irritated but this was like way irritated like unprecedented stupid irritation because I know it's freaking video game and I'm playing by myself and like it's it means nothing but I'm like almost on the verge of like irrationally angry about this stupid game it's like put it down even to the point where I finally beat the level I was on, like I didn't get super excited and celebrate. It was just like, ah, oh, finally. Ugh. And I was like super grumpy. And I put it down. I was like, now I have to go work out. I got to go get this done. Because I tell myself there's work, I have to work out before I can eat. And I like to eat. I like food. So I'm like, I'm getting hungry. I need to go eat. So let's get this workout done. And I'm like having a really shitty workout. It didn't feel good. I was upset and grumpy. And I'm like, workouts are a time for me, especially when I'm, I'm doing programs that are um, like on DVDs and stuff that, that I'm following a different trainer when I don't really have to think, I just get to follow along. Like I put effort in and I push my hardest, but I don't have to, to plan. Um, so like I talked about a couple episodes ago, how um, my consciousness gets to go elsewhere, it gets to focus somewhere else because the workout part is a habit for me. Like pushing hard, sweating, form for the for the particular workout I was doing today, especially is like on point. Um, like my that's a habit, so my consciousness can be elsewhere. I can be focused elsewhere, and when I'm working out, I work out to move energy, to move emotions to look at what's under the surface. Like my workout time is when I'm re-recording 
um, my subconscious programming, right? I talked about how your subconscious is the tape player. Like I'm recording over old programming during my workout, having the awarenesses, seeing the things that need to shift and what's going on. So I'm trying to to do that and to see and all I can feel is like irritation and grumpiness and then I was like too hot and then it didn't work and like the DVD was skipping and it was just like irritating, shitty workout. And I got to literally the last 10 minutes. It's the last track of like serious work before some stretching. And all of a sudden I'm like in tears and I can feel them coming and I can feel that lump in my throat and my eyes get like super heated and I'm, I'm like snot nosed crying in the middle of this boxing track and I'm like okay like we can let this move like clearly I couldn't just let go of the anger I couldn't just let that pass through me I I didn't it wasn't working which just made it worse right so here come the tears apparently I'm on the right track right of like paying attention to this it's something important so then let this emotion come through, let the tears come through and let this process and let's release that and clear this out of the way. Because I know that on the other side of that, I'm going to get to be able to see things clearer. Sometimes you can see the connections and the dots in my in your neural pathways before you, before the emotional release, before the, the, the um, moving of the emotions and clearing those things. Sometimes it can't be seen until the emotions are out of the way. So I'm letting myself cry. I finish my workout. I come upstairs. My husband's awake. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't even know. I need to go shower. Just need to continue thinking. So, you know, this routine and knowing how to shower, it's it's a habit. I don't have to be consciously focused on it. I can choose to have my conscious awareness in my subconscious programming, right? Awareness around what's going on. What are the dots that are connecting? So... I'm going through my motions. I'm like getting in the shower and it it starts to hit me that I was like, I've had a really great couple of days. So what is this emotion that I'm feeling about and where did it come from and what is going on? And I just listened. This is something that we need to get really good at. We need to listen to our own inner voice. Like our subconscious will show us, our higher self will show us, will speak to us. Um, it's if you want to look at it from like a religious or spiritual like this is a prayer time a meditation time a time to listen and to connect and to actually hear what's coming back to you because you are always connected like I am divine divine is me I I have the ability to connect and to listen and to hear at any moment it is always there we just have to choose to so in listening and hearing I heard I'm sorry and I heard like, I'm really sorry. And it felt like grief. So I'm letting it move, letting it, okay, what is this sadness about? Who Who is sad? What is, is sad? Did something trigger me? Like genuine curiosity and wishing to observe myself. And it became very clear that it was my higher self, my soul, my inner knowing, my deepest desires, my flame, um, who I truly am and who I've worked so hard to really become and to heal to become was sad because it felt this limit in place. It felt the the moment of I'm going to have to turn around again. Like I've expanded so much and I'm feeling so great. I'm going to have to turn around again and step away from this for a minute. 
And I was like, well, where does that belief come from? Why do I think I, I can't experience more? Why do I think it needs to end? And all these like cliches of um, it's too good to be true or like you just you just got to wait for for the other shoe to drop man like what's good is not going to last like it can't always be that good um like all these clichés and mainstream things that are meant to keep us very small keep us in a state of struggling keep us in a state of um needing external things to be more powerful to tell us what to do to provide for us um to make us dependent upon other things they just kind of started to rush forward and I was like, oh, I'm really sorry that I, I have continued to believe those things. I'm really sorry that those are showing up as an upper limit, as an edge of my comfort zone, as a limit to what I'm allowed to experience. I'm really sorry for that. And to go through the process of acknowledging what's there, seeing this, Um, apologizing to myself and also being willing to forgive myself was very very powerful like in the span of taking a shower I felt like a completely different person when I got out before I got out um, I needed to make sure that the truth is what's anchored in it's great to see it it's great to release the emotions but if I don't shift my perception then what's the point it's just going to stay there and I'm going to end up dropping back so to reframe that for myself it it came out as something like um, the truth is that we get to expand continuously and everlasting the truth is that we are limitless the truth is that I get to continue to live a life that's bigger and bigger and better and better and it's safe for me to continue to live that life I'm allowed to to expand continuously. I'm allowed to go bigger and see more and be this happy all the time. It's safe for me to be this happy all the time. It's safe for me to continue to expand. Um, Things for me usually come up around being safe, being allowed, um, and being worthy. So those are typically the reframes and the decisions that I make. And in that process of really feeling the energetic Um, shifts, being able to emotionally clear things that are standing in the way, I can really anchor in those new beliefs and those new perceptions, which essentially all that does is dissolve the line that has appeared as my velvet rope keeping me out as the limit, as the rubber band, the strings, the anchors, the leashes, um, ceilings, walls, whatever they they present themselves as in that process it dissolves whatever that object is and I get to continue to step into more and more and better and better and continue to be in truth instead of living according to old programming. That's the process of recording new programming on the tape. That's the process of, I think I said Phil Collins the other day, of recording over Phil Collins so you have something that you actually like now. Um, No offense to Phil Collins fans. I'm a Phil Collins fan, but you know what I mean. So in that process it becomes okay and safe and i'm reprogramming what my subconscious says about stepping into the unknown about receiving more being more expanding more adventuring into the unknown traversing into outer space uh, doing new things and experiencing what life really has available for us without limits Being this aware and this able to notice things going on with myself has taken practice, but it's something that I've become very, very, very good at. 
because I don't like to crash and burn. I don't like for the rubber band to snap me back on my ass. I don't like to be hit over the head by a universal two by four that says, hey, get the fucking message. You got shit to do here and you're listening to this old shit and you need to work on this. Like, I don't like that feeling. So I have conditioned myself, right? I've recorded new programming that says, pay attention sooner, listen more, do more check-ins with yourself so you can catch this stuff sooner, be more aware. I have made that something that is rewarded and exciting and, and much more pleasurable in every single way. Tony Robbins talks about that with, um, I think it was Awaken the Giant Within about the needing pleasure versus pain. They have to, um, pleasure needs to outweigh pain, even perceived pleasure versus perceived pain. Um, I've had to reprogram that. I've had to record that into my subconscious to create a new programming that says, this is more pleasurable. This is more exciting to face these things one-on-one because I probably would have smashed backwards uh, for the next week and a half, which would have ruined a the speaking gig that I have. Like it wouldn't have been enjoyable and um, who knows what else it would have, you know, domino effect into. So it's a process and it takes time, but everybody has the ability to do, to do that. And that's self-awareness, self-responsibility, um, radical self-honesty. But I also have people in my life that support me in that for the things that I feel like I can't process myself or I need to be witnessed. Being seen and being heard is incredibly powerful. Like even going through this and, uh, posting this on a podcast for me is a part of being seen and heard, but I also make sure to connect with my mentor who is always speaking for my highest and best and guiding me and there for me and willing to help me process and shift things that I need. And I do have a small select group of people that I turn to when I need help processing something or reflecting on something. And I talk about, talked about that on, on, on the other, another episode, um, earlier, but how important that is. That's what I do for my clients because I know how valuable it is to have that space, even just a space to talk it out. And I don't even need a response from my mentor at all. That in and of itself is extremely valuable because it helps with the self-awareness and self-reflection process because we can't figure the shit out alone in our head. You can't, it has to be something that has some type of release, some type of a ability to see more, to really let yourself progress and expand and, and step into more. So to summarize, as you're growing and stepping into more and looking to achieve bigger and better things in your life, you've got goals you want to do, businesses you want to launch, launch, new achievements you want to have. There will be moments at every single part of this process, every new level, every new experience where your subconscious, your comfort zone, your current beliefs around what your limits are will poke their ugly heads up in front of you. To make this process faster, easier, more enjoyable, and to continue to grow and to really continue to quantum leap much faster than everybody else, this is the process you need to go to go through. Having the ability to 
take awareness of those, to look at where they're coming from, to understand where they're rooted and what they're they're trying to show you and why they're there. They're trying to protect you in your some way. Your subconscious programming is not judgmental or trying to sabotage. It just is. It's just running a program. Being able to look at and become aware of and question and see what that program is specifically so you can then reprogram yourself. That's what needs to happen. So you don't have to get on a losing streak. You don't have to crash and burn and end up in debt again by tens of thousands. You don't have to gain 20 pounds again. You can catch these things when you all of a sudden you're making $1,000 less a month. Oh, you've lost a game. What do we need to tweak? Oh, you've gained two, three, four pounds. That's not really normal. What What's going on there? You can catch these things sooner if you have the right support in place. That's the value of having somebody like me in your corner. That's why I have my mentor, why he is his mentor, because we don't like to crash and burn backwards and snap back and run face first into limits. That's not enjoyable. You don't have to let it get that far. Having somebody there is going to help you not just maintain, because that's not what I like, but continue to expand and excel and increase. That's the intention and goal. This is the process you go through to be able to do that better and better and better. I hope this helps. This one was a little bit longer, but I wanted to share that story. It's pretty monumental for um, to be able to experience and, and go through that process and release things so you can continue just to feel fucking great and live a fantastic life. Like that's the point, right? So have a fantastic rest of your day. Be fierce about who you are and what you desire. Embrace your truth. If you've got questions about anything, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, Instagram, Facebook. I now also have an OnlyFans account. Would love to see you over there if you're interested, but I'm easily accessible. Make sure you reach out and say hi, and I will see you next time.